Welcome to LifeWords Day by Day. If you haven't been with us for a couple of days, or if this is your first time getting to watch Day by Day, let me try and catch you up with where we have been and where we are going in our study through the book of Acts. We have been given from Jesus Christ an impossible task to make disciples to the ends of the earth. A disciple is a born-again follower, fully devoted follower of Christ. So when we talk about making disciples of Jesus, we're talking about leading and teaching others to learn from, to follow, and be loyal to Jesus. Making disciples of Jesus in all nations is something we cannot do. And Jesus knows that. But he didn't give us this task just so he could watch us struggle and flounder and fail. In the giving of the task, he also promises to provide the power source to accomplish it. And the power source is not some abstract force or energy. The power resides in the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. So what we see in Acts chapter 2 is the filling of the believers with the Holy Spirit. This had never been done before in history. It was a transition into the church age where God indwells believers with His Holy Spirit. And that is the age that we are still under. And what we have seen is that just like the church in Acts, we are to be a people who are about one primary thing, the making and shaping of followers of Christ from every tribe, tongue, and nation. And how that takes place is the preaching and teaching of the good news about Jesus' death and resurrection. Preaching and teaching on a large scale, much like what we're doing here, and preaching and teaching on a small group setting in little pockets as we go about our daily business being led by the Holy Spirit. And as we have traveled through the book of Acts, one thing is becoming clear. God is going to accomplish the goal. Nothing's going to stop God from spreading the gospel to all the world. He will be the victor. He is unstoppable. How do we know this? Because every effort that we have seen that tries to thwart the preaching of the gospel or minimize the gospel, whether it be ridicule, jail time, persecution, or all of those, they only serve to propel the gospel. This is what it's like for a church that's focused on making disciples. And unexplainable joy follows those who make this their central task in life. So if God is unstoppable in His purposes and you gain deep joy when you join His purposes, why wouldn't you join Him? Well, one of those people who have committed their lives to the task is a man named Philip. Philip was run out of the town of Jerusalem and fled for his life to another area known as Samaria where he started preaching and making disciples. And in the middle of that great revival, God directed Philip to go to another area, Gaza, and on his way, he meets this Ethiopian who is reading from the scroll of Isaiah. And Philip gets to explain the gospel to this man who then receives Jesus as his Lord and becomes a disciple right there. But I want to point something out about this exchange. Notice what the text says in Acts chapter 8, verse 35. Then Philip opened his mouth and beginning with Scripture, he told him the good news about Jesus. Philip didn't use a track, although some of those are really helpful. Philip didn't have a memorized spill. Philip simply knew the story of the Bible and told that story to the Ethiopian. And here's what I want us to see. We must learn the story of the Bible. Philip had spent hours poring over the scrolls, memorizing them, learning them, pounding them into his mind and heart. 
Philip was a spirit-filled man who had been led by the Spirit to study God's words. Philip knew the story of the Bible. He showed up in Samaria and the people paid attention to what he was saying. He encounters this Ethiopian eunuch who's reading the Bible and Philip explains the way of salvation clearly. So if we are being led by the Spirit, we know that he's going to be leading us to his word. We will be learning the story of the Bible. The Spirit will consistently lead us to his word. Listen to what Ephesians chapter 6 verse 17 says. Take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. If you're being led by the Spirit, then doesn't it make sense that He would lead you to His weapon of choice? Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 says this, The Word of the Lord is living and active. Who makes it living and active? The Holy Spirit. Now, I know what you're thinking because I've thought this as well. I just don't have time. I would love to spend more time studying the Bible, but when am I going to do that? Listen. When you spend time with the Lord, you are manufacturing time. You can't understand what the Lord wants you to do. You can't be led by the Spirit unless you take time for Him and His Word. It's not a waste of time to study the Bible or be in the fellowship of believers because when you do, you're discovering pathways that lead to the abundant life and learning how to stay away from dead-end roads and distractions. This is part of living by faith. A lot of times we think that living by faith means something big. But living by faith is meant for the little things. It means trusting that if you wake up early to study God's Word, that God is going to give you the rest that you need through that time that you're sleeping. Now, why must we learn the story of the Bible? Because the Spirit is going to lead us to learn the story of the Bible because the story is meant to be passed on. Good news is meant to be told. The Word of God is not meant to be filed away. It's meant to be given away. Luke is very plain in his describing of what Philip did. He opened up his mouth. He tells the eunuch the good news. Why does it seem so easy for Philip to share the gospel from an Old Testament text? Well, it's easy for two reasons. Philip was led by the Spirit and Philip had learned the story of the Bible. So let me give you two keys to telling the good news. It's not good news unless Jesus is the central character and his life and death and resurrection are the central story. So get to work and get to work today and pray for God to give you opportunities to share his good news with others. And when you pray, pray for Joe and Mira Costa ministering in Lebanon, telling others there the big story of good news. Also, remember to pray for the catchy broadcast in the target area of Guatemala.